Hello, everyone. My name is Manny. My name is Brandon. My name is Alex. And together we are the Valley of the Nerds! All right, everybody. So here we are with a brand new installment of Valley of the Nerds. I know we've been away for a little bit. Uh, Things got a little bit hectic, but here we are with a brand new installment. All right, fellas, what do we have in store for tonight? We're going to talk about coronavirus. No, we're going to talk. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have we have a few different things. We uh, a few things have happened uh, in the nerdy world, which is great. We're going to talk about Invincible, this awesome new show on Amazon Prime. Um, another an Alex Munoz recommendation. By the way, he's also on this show, if you haven't noticed. So listen to what he has to say, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I say. Um, and then we're going to hop into Mortal Kombat. We're going to talk a little bit about Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we're going to finish with whatever marvel just did today which is may 3rd 2021 they unleashed the gauntlet um, they they totally pulled their wiener out and just came all over us. you know like that scene in south park when cartman's <laughs> like when he's like suck my ball and he's like present them <laughs> and disney's like i present them no but I, it was like in south park where like you know that that episode where everybody's internet goes down <laughs> oh god you know, right turns on the internet in a like little uh in a little shed and then he's going and Randy's oh. off and come. <laughs> oh, I, I remember very well. Um, far, far away where you're the family show that we were in 2019. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we got a full slate. We got four different things to talk about and a, probably a whole lot of laughs in between. Uh, I'm excited to, um, to meet up with you guys. This might be the last Zoom meeting that we have. Now that we're all yeah. vax, now that we're all vax to the max, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So maybe we can meet a bit of TJ Max and just be, have that all max effect. <laughs> Um, but let's you all let's, should we jump right into Invincible? Yes. So uh, I'm gonna before we jump in, there will be some some spoilers. Um, Manny, how many episodes have you watched? Any zero? I haven't seen zero. zero. Fucking- uh, do, 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 are we gonna spoil things for you here? No, we- no. Oh. I, I think we can get okay. around without okay. doing too much spoiling. We okay. can speak in generalities. I, I will. I will just say the ending to episode one had me like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> because you, you know th- that that hook. It's like the hook reel. Uh, yes. Hook line. Hook line and sinker. Right. That's the that's the phrase. That was like that sucked me. And if I was a fish, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> like it got wait, me. Why, don't, why don't you guys go go ahead about this uh, in this way? You guys are trying to get me to watch Invincible. But you don't want to spoil it for me. How about that? Fair enough. Fair enough. We can. Okay. I think we can do that. All right. So Munoz, let's, I, I think you should lead lead the way here, and I'll be your Dwight Schrute, <laughs> assistant <laughs> to the regional manager. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, before we get started on that, just really quick, what are we drinking tonight? Oh, um, I actually have. So I saw this little interesting Coors Seltzer. I wanted to try it because I didn't want to drink oh, something too heavy. All right, Alex, what are you? <laughs> oh my God, okay. I, I am not drinking anything because I had a weekend full of uh, drinks and and food and a bunch of other shit, and my body's just now trying to recover. I get it. Uh, so I I have a whiskey recommendation, uh, but not anything that I'm I'm drinking tonight. You mean this one that I'm drinking right now? What do you got? Oh, the Jack Daniels honey. Oh, Tennessee man. honey. Dude, that stuff is dangerous. That is dangerous. <laughs> it's because you're just like, like these are great. <laughs> you're like, that years. is the smoothest damn whiskey. Dude, I've had. It, and so, that's why, and that's why I stay away from it. Like that. It, it's too delicious. Now, it's like, it's too delicious. Now, Alex, you posted, you made a post a few yes. days back. 
showing your bottle of this uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee honey. Uh, yes. With, and uh, you, it's about halfway done. Oh, well, more said, than that, three quarters. Well, well yes. three quarters done. And you said that it's it's basically you went through this bottle throughout the last 12 or 13 months during covid right well well yeah it, it's just a, it's just one of those drinks that you can have if you just want to take the edge off just a little bit it's a little shot you can take it's uh you know they tell you that uh if you're getting a cold or something along those lines take a shot of chilled uh whiskey they probably didn't think it would be tennessee honey whiskey but uh it, it's great it's great and it's one of those things that little by little over the course of a year and and and, and a month However long we were locked uh, up and continue to be, uh, it was just easy to just drink. And yeah, it's a full size, you know, Costco bottle there. So I, I, I did some damage there to not only the bottle, but my liver, I'm sure. Now, right, put it right in front of your face, Manny, so we can see it. That, because, yeah, there you go. There you go. That's there you it. Go. There That's you go. it. I, I got this bottle for you my got the picture about two weeks ago. And look where it is now. You see? Hold on. Where, where are you at? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It, and actually, you know, it crazy. Mm -hmm. Zoom went for having no technology from green screen, to, and now it works too fucking well. Like we, <laughs> we can't see anything. I can't see any. I I'm, I'm literally holding the, the damn, damn bottle in front of the lens. I know. I know. It's ridiculous. Anyway, all I'm saying, I'm like about halfway done with the bottle already. But it is fantastic. Let me let me tell you about another whiskey before we jump into the show. Uh, whiskey that I discovered this uh, weekend and, and, and why I'm not having anything tonight is, is uh, it's called Uncle Nearest, oh. 1856. Apparently, I'm, I'm being told it's 100% proof or 100 proof, I should say, to speak correct, to say it correctly. Uh, there's a, a one from uh, Uncle Nearest, I think, 1820. I couldn't tell you the difference between the two. What I can tell you is that it's a very interesting story in that the distillery is owned by a gentleman, an African-American gentleman who helped Jack Daniels uh, begin his distillery. A whole backstory, a wonderful backstory behind not only Jack Daniels, but then this particular distillery. And I got to tell you, they make some of the smoothest whiskey I have had in a long time. So if you have a chance, Uncle Nearest, Either of the two, 1856 or the 1820, try it. You won't be sorry. You know, Fantastic. now that you mentioned that one, I've actually had it. Have uh, you? Uh, not long ago, too. Okay. You know, I've been on a really big uh, whiskey, bourbon, scotch kick. Uh, yeah, no, no, coincidentally, you went, went, as soon as you signed up for grad school or, or med yeah. school. No, grad school, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I've been drinking a lot more of like the scotch and the bourbon and all that. And good stuff, man. I think my palate, now that I'm 40 years old, uh, I finally developed the, the more sophisticated palate for this stuff. And, and, and the only way to see what you like is by trying them. This isn't for everybody. You know, different people like different things. But I think that uh, you'll appreciate that one. You'll appreciate this one. But let's jump. Let's jump into Invincible. What do you yeah, say? Let's do it. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah. To watch this show, which Con I don't think convinces. So, so so let's talk. Let's talk. It, it is uh, animated show on amazon prime it's actually based on a comic from robert kirkman you'll okay. know robert kirkman as the creator of the uh walking dead franchise mm -hmm. you know uh just like the walking dead this particular uh show started as a uh comic and then gained a loyal audience and now they've made it into a show on amazon prime with some amazing voice actors Yes. Um, and and it hooks you in right away. So it, it's comparative to 
The Boys, which is also on Amazon Prime, where we have superheroes that are not the clear, clean cut, you know, superheroes that we're used to, say, in, in, in the DC space. And I specifically say DC because so many of the superheroes in this cartoon and in the comic are modeled after specific characters in the DC universe. But Hell what right. is Invincible about? Uh, the main character is a teenager, Mark Grayson, kind of kind of playing that Spider-Man role, if you will. Right. He does not have any powers in the beginning of the show. And I'm going to talk specifically about the show because I did not read the comic. Same. But his father, but his father is known as Omni-Man, the most powerful being on planet Earth. He came to this planet just like Superman did from a. Uh, from a planet called uh, Viltrum, and I'm probably going to mispronounce that. So if there's anybody out there and they're, you know, yelling out the correct name or the correct it's pronunciation, Viltrium. Uh, there no, you go. No, I'm there just you go. No, I'm just, it's but, not but that. he, I gotcha. He comes here and he is he is on a mission to protect planet Earth. That's why he's here. They are a very benevolent uh, society. They are born with these amazing and great powers, and they come to planet Earth. He has been assigned planet Earth to protect and save and help planet Earth. Very much like all of our comic bo comic book universes are filled with these big monsters, uh, threats, you know, from 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 outer space, et cetera. And this guy is going to protect us uh, working. I wouldn't say working with Omni Man, but uh, another uh, group of superheroes, very much like the Justice League, are the Guardians of the Globe. And I believe there's five, six, possibly seven of them. And they're all modeled after our Justice League. We have a guy who's a Superman. We have a woman who's a Wonder Woman. We have a guy who has powers with the C, we right? This guy, guy dark, who has Darkwing, who looks like Batman. Yeah, exactly. 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 Um, and and they work together. They they have they 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 help each other out. Guardians of the Globe, they'll work for a specific organization a government organization whereas omni-man is kind of a freelancer but clearly he's the most powerful now something happens in the first episode possibly the second that really changes things one is we find out that omni-man without giving anything away is not exactly who we thought he was going to be okay he he uh he turns out to be a little darker than we thought, which is, which is you know a, a, a massive point now for the rest of the series. Mark Grayson, the son, his son, who in the beginning of the show has no powers, begins to develop these powers. So we find out that on this planet of uh, Viltrum, the, the the kids sometimes are born without powers, but they develop them later on. And certainly it takes Mark a little longer because he is part human. Yeah. But now he has he is developing his powers and it is all of the things that now he has to go through all a Spider-Man to learn and understand the responsibility of his powers. Over the course of the episodes. The thing that we learned about Omni-Man comes into play very heavily. Mark learning how to navigate his world with these powers comes into play very heavily and the season finale does a great job of bringing all of that together. Now this show, just like the boys 
is super graphic. Oh yeah, that's what, because I wanted to ta- I wanted to mention that, especially if you didn't bring it up. But like, Manny, if you like characters getting their heads chopped off and eyes exploding out of fucking heads, <laughs> then this is right up your alley. Like yeah. people, people like laughing off blood being splattered on their body, like, and it's like way over the top. And some of it's hilarious, but yes. it's also like really well done and accurate. So it's like gruesome. Some of it is monster of the week, yeah. Uh, but there is always the underlying story, and and there's a lot of humor in it. There is a ton of humor in it. Uh, the Guardians of the Globe. Uh, some of the characters that we learn that are later on established as additional members of Guardians of the Globe. They're just friggin' hilarious. There's there's great stories there. There is some really deep, crazy shit that after you watch the episode, you sit back and go, "What the fuck? What did I just see?" Uh, the a episodes lot. run about 45 minutes long, so they're yeah. a little bit longer than, than the norm, but that's great because there is so much shit to watch. Now, I've never necessarily ne- needed uh, the voice uh, the voice actors to be you know people we know or great voice actors, but in this case, they add immensely to the show. You've got uh, Stephen Yoon, who is... Um, you know, Walking Dead, but now has been uh, doing some some uh, some recent films. Uh, he was nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. We have, of course, uh, the great J.K. Simmons playing uh, Omni Man. Yep, who's absolutely fucking amazing in that role. Yeah, he's uh, great. Zachary Quinto. Uh, we Wh- got which one's Quinto? Who does Quinto play? Zachary Quinto plays robot. Oh man, that is one of the most interesting characters on yes. the show. Yes. You, just when you think you know robot, you're just like, oh, yep. Oh, yep. so so if you're a fan, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, if you ever watched any of those seasons, you know that, and I'm not giving anything away here, that there are characters that you come to know and love who don't always go down the path or meet the destiny that you expect them to meet. The heroes are the heroes are supposed to live, the villains are supposed to die. Good things happen to good people. Bad things happen to bad people. That's not how this particular show works. It's very much in the same vein. Yeah. So beyond the the twists and turns in the story, which again, we're not going to say what it is. It's what's going to happen to this character. Are they going to make it through this episode? Are they going to make it through this series? And sometimes that answer is no. And it's fucking shocking, but it is so oh. well done that it leaves you wanting more. And it's, it's just a great fucking animated, it's a fucking cartoon. Yeah, so it's, it, it's, they can do it, things on it that you can't do on a regular show. And then did I hear Mahershala's voice as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I thought so. And I was like, damn, like, so Manny, you can just see that there's a ton of great actors. Um, and Mark great, Hamill's in it. Great story. Yeah. Mark Hamill's in it. Great storytelling. A, yes. a lot, a lot of different storylines too. So, it, and and I haven't got to the finale yet, so I'm very excited about that. But it, yeah. it's a it's a good watch, and you know you can you can pick up your phone too and browse for like five minutes and not in and still be entertained. It, it's because it's hard for anybody to put their phone down nowadays. The 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 twist that you're referring to, uh, Brandon, is one that in the comic, it's my understanding, didn't come until a few, until a few episodes in. So, so that's mm-hmm. why it took the comic a little bit longer. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to remember when Kirkman wrote this, it was actually prior to The Walking Dead. So at that time, there wasn't, you know, the heroes were heroes and the villains were villains and that was it. Uh, and, 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 and this, uh, These characters you know, this are particular deep. twist, yes, they, 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 that was a very different. And that, that got people in, into this. Luckily, this, this show does this right away within the first episode or two. And so immediately you're just, you're hooked. You want to see what's going on. You want to see what this is about. And uh, it, it's, it's a quick uh, watch. It's eight episodes, eight episodes on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it, it's, it's good. So Manny, um, did we do a good job? <laughs> Are you going to watch it or is it your? I, like- I am. I am. I, I definitely, no, am. I, know, I know. You know, and, and I tried, I really did. When I got home earlier, I really did try to uh, go ahead and watch the first one. So at least it's done before we went on tonight. Uh, but I was like thinking it was going to be like a half hour episode. And the first one is like 48 minutes. So yeah. Now I don't have 48 minutes to spare right now. Give give, but, give yourself time. And then, and then l- let's see, we want to know what your uh, thoughts are on the, on our next episode. Uh, when I'm sure you'll, ha- you'll have finished the entire show by then. Yeah, I think I think you know what? Uh, as soon as we're done recording tonight, I think I'll go ahead and watch the first episode. Awesome, excellent. So that, that's my that, that's my push. That's my push for for uh, Invincible. All right, love it. Um, I, I think we're safe to move on to Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> sure. So we go from superb storytelling and in Invincible uh, to. Do we have to, to absolute to, me- to mediocre storytelling with? <laughs> I, 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 I feel, like, Winter Soldier. I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier is one of those shows that I feel you kind of have to watch because there's like snippets in there like that's going to lead off to like exactly that's Marvel gonna, knows that's going to launch to other other bigger storylines. But, you know, I just it took me, I think, four or five episodes to really get into it. You know, there was, like there was six really, in total. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really say, oh man, all right, this is this is finally going somewhere, you know, uh, and and then it's just like, all right, cool, this is getting like really headed in a great direction, and then the ending is just kind of like, okay, great. When's Loki on? <laughs> you know, that, that, that's it. Well, listen, listen, it did give us Zemo, so as long as it gives us Zemo and some yeah, storyline. Sure. Should we talk about the wins real quick? Let's talk about because it's a probably shorter list, right? The wins, yeah. yeah. The wins were um the, the um Isaiah Bradley story was phenomenal, in yeah. my personal opinion. I, I thought it was really deep. It deepest the deepest thing Marvel's ever done. Um, and maybe they'll top that. But you know, everything else that kind of went on the show really took away from it, that storyline and, and what it could have meant. And you know, it's like yeah, nobody thought about what it was like to have a black Captain America. And maybe Disney kind of cheat, you know, churched up a little bit um, because it's Disney and they can't really get into real stuff because it's Disney. But they did a pretty decent job um, there. Yeah. Um, like you said, Zemo, love bringing back Zemo. They also tied in Wakanda to the show. So that's kind of cool. So there's a link there where White Wolf can exist. And, you know, so there is some legs there. Obviously, By the way, speaking you know, of White Wolf, man. Uh, he is the only character in the MCU, uh, the Winter Soldier, who was invited to the barbecue twice. 
All right. I'm saying Wakanda and another time in Louisiana. So, uh, yeah. My dude. Yeah. So he's, he's good. He represents white people. Well, um, thank thank goodness. Um, so, you know, there's clearly, uh, so all that stuff is is good and damn, there's one more that I had. Oh, and that, that there was a really powerful scene too, that when, when, uh, Bucky broke free when that scene, he was Wakanda and he's like, you're free now. And oh, I was gotcha. like, some pretty good acting from Sebastian Stan there, you know? But yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad yeah. at all. Uh, I, agree. I agree. There are certain elements of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier that kind of helped really tie up some loose ends for some for these characters, I think. And also, it kind of helped tie up some loose ends as far as, like, the, the continuous issue of what happened to people once they came back from the blip? Yeah, right? yes, yes. And, and you know that that I like. I feel like, you know, for five years these people were gone, and then all of a sudden they come back into a home that's possibly being lived in by other people now. Um, they come back and their spouse possibly even remarried at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do how do people cope with this? How do, um, you know. It, it's for the people yeah. that, you know, that were uh, disintegrated in the blip to them. It was just a blink of the eye. It's like us. We blink right now and all of a sudden we come back and everything's different. Um, but not just that. It's like, you know, in those five years, the world kind of um, readjusted to the amount of people that were left behind. And then all of a sudden half of the population comes back. And then do, what happens? Do we have enough resources? Do we have enough uh, room for these people? Do we have enough space in schools? Do we have, and and so what happens to people? They eventually get pushed out. They, yep. they they're the people who came back. A lot of them are seen as like a burden at this point. They're a burden. It's almost like they're they're refugees in their own country. Um. Well, so and that's and that's a perfect segue right? because that's what the flag smashers were kind of intended to be. However what they actually were what was probably the lamest group of villains <laughs> we have ever encountered in marvel yeah. right like it, it's like they disney literally took teenagers from their like you know made for tv movies like zombies and whatever descendants <laughs> like, and they put them into those roles and you know apparently there is there was a storyline that you know they're very similar to what happened with covid so they could they didn't they changed it and they made it something that it wasn't because there were some actors right. that they hired that had no speaking roles that are very powerful actors and you know so some things you know and you know new rock stars kind of broke this down so i was like that makes sense but it's like that's such a what a waste it's just so dumb that you know Clearly, this is just like a filler. You know how you talk about like yeah. monster, monster of the week. This is like a monster of the week series, right? Where yeah. Disney's like, "Hey, we're gonna prop you along. We know you're sucked in. We know you love Marvel, so we're just gonna. We know you want Loki. <laughs> so here's what's in between uh, this. Uh, what's it called? WandaVision and Loki. Because yeah, yeah, I think um, that concept of the flag smashers. It, it was almost kind of like one thing that. I, I do not like that Marvel does and has done in the last 10 years is that they take these large uh, concepts as far as um, opponents to our heroes. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then all of a sudden they just get thrown away at the end of the episode kind of thing, or at the end of the season or at the end of the movie. And right. you're like, wait a minute, these guys 
should have been a problem for our heroes much longer than this. Right. right. Like, I feel like, I feel like the flag smashers need to be like an entity that exists uh, throughout years. They're like, they're like, what is it? Uh, uh, Hydra, right? They, yeah, they, like, they could be oh, a criminal organization that is just there. Yeah. Like, look at Ultron throw, thrown away. Ultron, right. Ultron literally deserved like two movies. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always rumors that he's back. I, I, I forgot. Um, John Walker. Yeah. John Walker was a good addition to the MCU. <laughs> I, I, I think like, he was all he was all he was all over the place. Right? I mean, anyone anyone who has read the books, though, we all knew that he was going to be exactly. He was right. going to be, be uh, U.S. agent. And so you know, that said, let's talk about the accuracies as far as the the comics, as far as ca- canon. That's fair. What they did with this show. Um, and from based on what you fellas have read in the past about this, what do you feel like, even though you may not have liked what they did with the show, but it was still accurate to what the source material was? Does that, does that make sense? What I'm asking? Are you asking if it was accurate? Like what, what did you feel like was accurate? Uh, or, or at least that you recognize that was accurate. I mean, you know, it's, it's like, like U.S. Agent, for example. Accurate. Yeah, I mean, like, look, U.S. Agent is accurate, but how, like, how they got there is yes. going to be it's it's so different, right? Because they're just they're yeah. just replacing characters with the people they've already established. Yeah, you know, and uh, one problem with John Walker is that, and I read an article. Uh, they interviewed the director of the last episode, and he stated that he really wanted the audience to like John Walker at the end of the episode. How do you, no, I, I, that to you. I, no, I, not no. I think it made him more likable, right? And it's it's more like, well, you're you're a fucking terrible Captain America, <laughs> but I'm curious to see what you're going to be as U.S. Asian. You know, like that. that I think that, that was the intention there. That, that, that may be right because isn't U.S. Agent uh, a more just 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 a, a, well, a you know what's her name Val? But don't call me Val. Said shit's gonna get weird. Right, so, a, an uglier, darker version of Captain America. Exactly. So if, if he can play that role, then he is. We've succeeded, or they've succeeded in 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 what their goal was. Right. He they didn't like him as Captain America, but there's a strong possibility that you may like him more as as u.s agent Here, here's right? one thing that actually stands out to me that it that they changed in the show like is they killed lamar so quickly yeah uh, uh, but, what was but um uh, hoskins right um no but battlestar 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 yeah so i I, th- I think personally what they should do is keep the character on but he haunts uh mm. he haunts u.s agent so when he's and he's already mentally kind of messed up, right? right. So whatever, if it's you know secret invasion or whatever, they go with um, the Earthbound stuff because you know scrolls are going to be involved. Scroll, you know, yes. Um, you know, there's enough hints there. I would love to see that character brought back in some sort of ghost form um, or even an alternate reality where he's just like Lamar. Like uh, that would be so crazy, you know. We're about to see some serious shit come on. Like when Val said things are gonna, I'm sorry, Val, don't call me Val. Is things are going to get weird? It's gonna get like we're, it's gonna get weird by multiverse of madness. Where I think our brains are just gonna be like melted. <laughs> like now, <laughs> as far as accuracies go, yeah, one, please. One thing that 
and we all agree here, we spoke about this before we started recording, is we did not like the new Captain America slash Falcon, whatever. No. His costume. His costume. No. It's okay. No. It was okay. No. It's Wasn't ridiculous. It? Wait, hold on. Uh, first, uh, you branded. No, no headgear. That's one thing I said that to me. Like, no headgear. However, that that was accurate, though. It is. It, no, no, it, it was. It actually, it was pretty comic book accurate suit wise, right? Yes. A few, few different changes. But yeah, the guy who has no super soldier serum is going to leave his head completely exposed when every other body, uh, part of his body is protected. Yeah. One thing they showed is that I think, uh, you know, he obviously is not a super soldier. Not so he can get his at, he can just get manhandled so fast. Right, right. Like, he should just get like, his head smushed, right? Like, like yeah, like, like one of the flag smashers. All he had to do was just like tap him really hard at the top of the head, um, and he would have been done. Um, but so he's gonna really gonna have to rely on his intelligence, uh, his training, and his gear. He's, so he's I think, Tony Stark 2.0 now. Yeah, I think With I think, Spidey. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, as we see them go along especially with the new Captain America movie, I think his his gear is going to be continuously upgraded. Oh, yeah. I, I think he'll be like, you might even see him like in Armor Wars, right? And where, as Rhodey appeared in the first episode of this, maybe he appears in, you know, it, yeah. You can see, because he's, he's very stark. His suit is like very starky now, right? So, yeah. oh, and clearly uh, one other thing before we talk, I want, I do want to make fun of, uh, Sam's speech a little bit uh, is you know they really set up uh, two characters here they mm-hmm. set up uh, I think what mm-hmm. is his name um, uh, Eli Bradley Elijah Bradley what's his, like it's like the young Goliath or something like that I can't remember his 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 name mm-hmm. um, or our patriot I think is what his name is okay and so they set him up and they also set up the next Falcon with Torres oh he's right, like right, right, with right, the wings right. he's like keep him it's like that's how you set shit up. Like they, if you so, and if you didn't know the history, like you wouldn't know. You were just like, cool. Like, yeah. well, I wonder what he's going to do with those wings. But if you know the books, you're like, oh man, this is like right up the alley. So that was cool. Um, but Sam's speech was conveniently in front of every single camera, in front of you know, and it's, <clears throat> it just didn't you know the way he the way he was so like, um emotional for the leader of the flag smashers carly what you know there was just no connection there to me and it's that that's what kind of was like okay well why are you like so like weren't they like kind of terrorists and they blow up a fucking building like yeah. what are we talking about here dude like didn't well, they kill people yeah i i too feel like there was no real connection as to why sam wanted to protect her that much and i think you know if anybody after they watch they listen to this episode if they want to comment leave a comment as far as like, you know, maybe there's something we're missing, but I didn't, I didn't feel like there was a real connection there other than the fact that they're maybe outsiders, you know, but, or people who were constantly being thrown to the sidelines, maybe. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I, like, I, don't, what, I don't know what, either. Like there was no real, to me, there was no real connection. It's like what Sam saw in Carly to make him feel like I need to protect her. Maybe because I, they were just yeah. willing to die for a cause. I, I there, there's a, there's a piece of the storyline that's missing and maybe we'll get told, but uh, until then Loki coming up soon. We'll talk about that. Right. Um, but yeah, let, let, I think we'll let's move truck along to 
Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. Another movie uh, or another piece of content that had really high expectations or maybe huge, that's an, maybe huge that's an expectations. I guess so. Right. I mean, a lot no, of people... it was it was it was massive. People were looking forward to this. We that's talked true. about this. All right, so uh, please, I'm going to eat a Milano cookie while you guys talk about this. Because there <laughs> are... But please go ahead. Uh, you guys both saw it. So tell the people how disappointed you are. Well, just to show you, like, you know, trying to kind of piggyback on the whole thing about how the level of anticipation about this movie, there are people, co-workers of mine, who never approached me about movies or anything like that. But with this particular one, people who I'd never, ne- I had never ha- ever had conversations about movies with, they came to me and was like, oh, yeah, man, are you going to watch Mortal Kombat? I can't, I'm looking forward to watching it this weekend. You know, like, the people were ready to watch it. Um, so I watch it. And about 30 minutes into it, I'm like, the fuck am I watching? Like, where, where's the story going? Now, keep in mind, okay, I get it. I Before you nerds out there listening, they'll be like, but it's a fucking comic book uh, uh, video game movie. What do you want, man? What do you want? You know? <laughs> a good fucking story. It doesn't matter what the source material <laughs> is. You can still create a good storyline. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, like the biggest cop out that I always hear people say is like, well, of course you think it sucks. It's a kid's movie. Well, kids' movies can still be good as well, right? They can be yeah, dude. as well. Sometimes kids' movies are better than real movies. Like- yes. And it can still doesn't matter the source material. If you're gonna go ahead and take the chance and adapt it into a film, you have to you even even if you have to add filler or whatever the case may be. But I'm like, it was just terrible. Ter- terrible like as far as <laughs> the entire damn movie is just them training for a fucking <laughs> tournament that never happened uh, yeah it didn't, it, it didn't even happen are you serious so, so oh, never so, so mortal Kombat. you got to go back to the beginning yes this is all based on a Look, video game you a video game mortal. in which in which the characters f- fight against each other based on this premise this idea that there are characters that come from the earth realm. There are characters that come from the nether realm. There are characters that come from outworld and they're all vying to control each other's realms, each other's universe. So they compete in this tournament, but they actually fight the movie. The, uh, the mortal Kombat movie that came out in the nineties did a fairly decent job of explaining that story, but also most importantly showing and having a tournament in which Mortal Kombat occurred. 100%. In this film, this highly anticipated oh, no. film, which we were all excited about, Mortal Kombat, the tournament, never actually takes place. It is it, The entire time is the Emperor, right, trying to prevent the tournament from even happening. So we never even get to a point where one can say, hey, it's Mortal Kombat time, ring the fucking bell. Never happens. That's number one. Number two, for the life of me, I cannot figure out why they can't get somebody who has more acting experience and a fucking chicken nugget in these fucking films. It it is like the worst uh, 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 of the worst actors. The first Mortal Kombat film, everybody laughs uh, at it because, or, or one of the things that people laugh about is that this, um, oh God, I, I forget where he's from, uh, uh, Christopher Lambert, 
known for for being in the uh oh, for raiden you mean you're talking yes, about raiden yes yeah. playing raiden in the original mortal kombat it's hey, like come that's, on that's my raiden dude don't be talking shit okay about well raiden. and it's a lot of people's raiden and at the time people thought this is ridiculous that's not of course, fucking raiden of course this that dude makes anybody in this fucking film look like fuck he, he's al pacino he is robert de niro he is fucking sir Lawrence olivier based on the shit that i saw here and and i knew that that was going to be one of the sticking points of this film and and sure enough but to make things even worse is that the 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 the, the tournament the whole basis for this film never even takes place and and i would say that the that first 7 minute trailer that came out right which we saw what appeared to be the origin story of certainly scorpion and and sub zero and their rivalry I thought, my God, if this film is anything like those seven minutes, this is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, fucking Scorpion makes about another three minutes of of, of screen time, and that's it. Sub-Zero, the side player. It it is fucking unbelievable what they did with respect to these two characters and how little they showcased them in the actual film. Yeah, I, I agree, man. As far as the acting goes, uh, about 20 minutes into the movie, my wife Angelina is watching this movie with me. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry, but I just cannot get past the fact that how God fucking awful the acting is in this movie. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and the thing is, up until that point, I found myself, okay, so you ever you, you ever have these movies where you they get hyped up so much yeah. that you're like, maybe just about done with the first act and you find yourself thinking like you actually, you're conscious about this saying, is this movie good? Well, it's not, but I want to kind of psych myself up to make me think that it is good. Cause maybe it's me who's wrong. Maybe, maybe this movie really is good. Star but, Wars Phantom Menace. But, but, but that's it's that's what it's the one they did for me. But it's, yeah. but it's me who, who has the issue here, you yeah. know, that's and, episode nine. That's and everybody that, with episode nine, dude. And that's yeah. where I was 20 minutes into this movie. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, this movie's shit. <laughs> you the, know, mo- the, the, mo- the movie was like two hours long. I, I at, at one hour and 58 minutes, I was still hoping that somewhere in these last two minutes, around. there would be, it, it would get, it would turn around and some, I, I you know, I, I mean, play the fucking, uh, the, the awesome techno song from the 90s and it incorporated was- in there. And even Nothing. the song was different. Nothing. The wow. song was different. Let me, let me, I, I, while, oh. while, you, while you pull that up, I, I'm, I'm in shock because I didn't see it. Uh, Just hear this. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's your mic. Okay, first of there, all, there you go. That's I, it. I'm pumped up. I want to go fight right that's now. Intense, yeah. That's an intense so, version. Now, I heard this when they released the soundtrack about a week before the movie was released, and I'm like, all right, cool. All right. Here's the thing. Uh, first of all, the soundtrack for the 1995 version is its own character. You mm-hmm. hear these songs, and immediately you're like, bam, synonymous. And it just kind of like... This soundtrack to this movie was kind of like zeitgeist, right? They kind of helped define that era 
a little bit. And so I heard it. I'm like, all right, they're incorporating it. And they're really, they're really going to kind of figure out a way to kind of tap into that feel of the original a little bit while also kind of making it a little more serious, you know, kind of make it more dramatic and violent and rated R and all this. But everything was still so fucking cartoonish. Yeah. I, I, aside from like the storyline with like Sub-Zero and Scorpion, everybody else was so goddamn cartoonish and the acting, the acting (laughs) and the storylines and the way that they developed the characters was still still very much in tune to movies from the late eighties and early nineties. Yeah. 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 But I'm, I'm talking about like in, in line with like movies like Lionheart, and uh, <laughs> what's that? Kickboxer, things like that, right? Where like you're not really there for the dialogue; you're there because you want to see Van Damme kick ass, right? right. Bloodsport. Uh, Bloodsport. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah, man, I've never seen a man succeed with Sam yeah. throwing his face more than Blood Van Damme. Sport. <laughs> yeah. But but Bloodsport ah! is one of those. Bloodsport is one of those movies where like the dialogue is so bad that it's. Kind of, it doesn't matter because the action is so good. Yeah, but hear me out. But it's so bad, but it's also like, a, you know, just it's so good. Reflective of its time. Yeah. Right. A Jim Cotta, another yeah, classic. It, it's like when when Frank Dukes goes and like breaks, hits the brick and breaks the bottom one. <laughs> yeah. And Bolo you know. Young, Bolo Young in the background is like very good, but brick. Don't hit back. Yep. Right? And you're just like, yeah, right. But that was 80s as fuck. Whereas yeah. this, it was kind of trying to go for that. Yeah. It was trying yeah. to go for that. And and I'm like, but it just doesn't go. And and I think and there was maybe one line in the movie where I'm just kind of like, okay, all right, great. You know, they, they really went for it. And like this one line works is like where Sub Zero, where Scorpion finally comes back. And he's fighting Sub Zero, and he says, but he says it in Japanese, and he said, he's like, "I've come back from hell just to kill you," and I'm just like, "All right, yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, oh, all okay, right. yeah, right." That's a good visual. But all right, he's all. coming back from hell. When, all right. When when Scorpion died, he died in the middle of the 1600s in feudal Japan. Yeah. Right. When he's talking, he's like, yeah, like that. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Then he comes back from hell, and all of a sudden, he speaks English. Like all of a sudden they, they have fucking ESL courses in, 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 in hell. He learned a lot. He, he took you know? classes. He bettered himself. Line, it's like when he gets locked first, up. First line he comes back. He's like, and he does have a little bit of a mind, like kind of a little bit of an accent. Right. Sure. But he's like, get over here. <laughs> you know? And, and I was just like, all, all right. You know, it but by just played the voice over like the old, like they, they could, they should have dubbed it. They should have dubbed it. 100%. They absolutely should have. But by then, it was just too late right. because no, no, obviously they, they, I'm sure they spent, they spent so much time in exposition and then so much time in trying to train these characters for combat. And they even have this thing where like their arcana, I guess it's called. And then their arcana is like, it's kind of like they tap oh, into yeah. their fucking chi yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and they develop their power yeah. fighter kind of thing. They spent so <laughs> much time trying to figure out these characters' superpowers yeah. so that you can use it for combat that never happened, all right? And then finally, when they finally get to the fucking fighting part, everything's done in about 10, 15 minutes. 
They said, okay, all right, well, we're going to have to fight these guys dirty as well, but we have to separate them. We have to fight them separately. So we're going to go all out to different parts of the realms and fight these characters. And these fights were over in three minutes. Like, even yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's kind of like, all right, cool. Let's fight. Ba ba bam. Let's throw some fucking punches around and let's just get to the fatality. That's it. Yes. That, that, that could have been a very, very good you know, a premise in that, okay, they're separated. They're having those individual fights with that enemy that we know from the, from the, from the, uh, from the uh, game, from the past movie, from, you know, the, the uh, subsequent video games, whatever. But to your point, it was over like that. It was done. They fought fatality. Ah, it's over. And do not get me started on what they did as far as the fights, like how they decided to fight whom and all this. And was, I'm just like, was Goro in this? Goro was so <laughs> goddamn wasted in this movie. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And, and so no Johnny Cage, right? No, uh, not yet. That's correct. Uh, so, so they teased it. Yes. Okay. They just, what they did with Goro, I'm like, oh my God, really? Really? The CGI. And because it was was at least in because at least in ninety five it was oh look I mean look this is worse as a ten year old was worse in ninety five Goro was animatronic all right it wasn't CGI but this is CGI but the CGI so goddamn bad I thought I was watching the Mummy Returns and that scene where the fucking rock comes out as the Scorpion King oh my god that looks like a drawing (laughs) yeah so a kid's drawing. And then, okay, so then this character goes and fucking kills Goro after he finds his fucking arcana or chi or whatever the hell it's called. Right, right. And then he goes and fights, what's her name, Melina? Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. M- Melina. Melina. Yes. And then, like the but purple then, girl okay, with the fans, I'm like, okay, right? I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, so no, he manages yeah. to kill Goro, but then he seems to be having such a hard time with Melina. And then he says, at some point, he's like, a little help here and then Sonya Blade comes back and then somehow she has her fucking power and then does a fatality blow on Milena and I'm just like wait a minute he just killed fucking Goro who's supposed to be a goddamn boss fight and then he had a hard time with her and then uh, no, fuck you <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah, at, least, at least in 95 we saw Goro like kill a guy right like that black dude like he was just like beating him senseless like a Johnny Cage is like no like- and then Shang Sun. Yeah. Shang Sun. Dude, Shang Sun was he did not he did not do anything. No. no. I, think, I think they were just so nervous about he, being he, um like r- written about in the Hollywood Reporter as Mortal Kombat doesn't cast Asian people that they just cast a bunch of Asian but, martial but you artists. Couldn't, you couldn't tell me you couldn't find a more athletic well no, uh, because more, they're yeah, they're working. Th- with this guy was like a chubby little a fidget. I, I mean, you know he, who he is. You know who Shang Sun is. You remember the senator or the or the ambassador in Rush Hour? Yes. They, yes. They, they kidnap. It's his daughter that they kidnapped. That's him. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 He's like yeah. a little Pillsbury boy. Exactly. Exactly. Just utterly and completely non-threatening. Like this. Yeah, this, for sure. This is it. This is a guy. Dude, Give me a fucking break. That's and that's how you felt all about a lot of these characters. It, 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 I, 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 so, I, th- I think there was we, we had a conversation. <laughs> Goro is about, five foot four. Oh, uh, we had a conversation, Manny. I forget. <laughs> remind me which film this was where we said, "Look, 
just go have fun, enjoy it. Maybe it was King Kong Godzilla, where Probably. it's look, look, it's not it's not great, but it's watchable. You're gonna have fun, you're gonna enjoy it, you're you're here for this or that. Mortal Kombat, I, I, I wouldn't even fucking bother. Yeah, I, I would not even fucking bother with this film. With Godzilla versus Kong, I was not expecting fucking merchant ivory. I was not expecting a film directed by like Kenneth Branagh or Richard. Yeah. Attenborough. Okay. Yeah. I saw I and what I wanted in those movies was exactly what the goddamn title was. Exactly. A giant fucking monkey and a giant Kong versus Godzilla fighting and beating the shit out of each other. And we got that at least. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, another thing, another goddamn title. I'm like, well, we're gonna see combat. We didn't see that fucking combat at all. I mean, like we go see Space Jam and they don't even play basketball. <laughs> There's no basketball. There's no space. <laughs> There's no jam. Exactly. There's nothing. There's nothing. LeBron's not even it, in it. He's just this in is, it for this two is minutes. all about them. This is all about them building the spaceship that's going to take them into space. Think about um, it this way. That's that's right. what it would have been. The new Mortal Kombat. If we're gonna go ahead and, and relate it to Space Jam, think about it this way. Mortal Kombat is essentially the Toon Squad getting together and trying to gather the team together. And then they spend about three quarters of the movie learning how to dribble the fucking ball. (laughs) And just before the the actual game is about to start, somebody trips and breaks their fucking foot. And that's it. That's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Terrible, terrible fucking film. Not, not worth your time. Not worth your effort. Just, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. However, we're not going to tell you don't watch it. We're not going to tell oh, you. I, I would. No, we're not going to tell you. you don't should. watch it. Whatever. But you should make a decision based off of Brandon, your time. You watch it for yourself. You let us know what you think about it. All right. Because you may you may find some redeeming qualities about it. Because I do know people, like I said, at work, people are telling me how they much they enjoyed the movie. And and this one, one of the gals that I work with, she says, oh, you're just a hater. You're just hating on it just for the sake of fucking hating. I'm like, no, no, no. stupid. I know how. I know story structure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll say that hating on haters is we'll save it for another podcast. Uh, Fair let's, enough. Let's move on to um, let's finish off with whatever Marvel just did today. Marvel released a three minute video on um, pretty much every social media platform and previewing phase four. So they gave you clips from, you know, they gave you clips from all the kind of movies leading up to, uh, infinity war and then they yep. then they released a clip of an audience reaction to all the heroes coming back in endgame with steve rogers classic line of you know avengers assemble and everybody going ape shit and then they go into phase four they show black widow they show um Oh, they don't show Loki because Loki's a TV show. This is strictly movies, and this is all about. And, and I for, and I before I forget, the voiceover in the beginning is from Stan Lee. So we hear the classic voice of Stan Lee. That's really you know can get a little emotional if you if you are really into Marvel and these movies have meant something to you. So we see a lot of these movies coming up. We actually see the first shots for Eternals, which is awesome. We see Shang Chi. Our, our Shang-Chi, as uh, Kevin Feige says, I think it's Shang-Chi, but whatever. And uh, yeah, this is going to be Marvel. Uh, pretty much up until 2023, we got two also 
two new titles. We got Black Panther's two title, which is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And um, what was the other title that was? Oh, um, the Marvels, which is it looks like Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel together. So, so, so let me let me read you the the yeah the, yeah let's, the release. Let's, let's okay, it, we've got Black Widow, July twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's coming this year. Yep. Shang Chi, we said, and the Legend of the Ten Rings, September twenty twenty one. Looks fantastic. Eternals, Can't wait. November twenty twenty one. Spider Man, No Way Home, December twenty twenty one. Heidi. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, March twenty twenty two. Thor, Love and Thunder, May twenty twenty two. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 2022. The Marvels, November 2022. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Quantumania. February 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 2023. And Fantastic Four, TBA, but I'm guessing that's going to be late 2023 i think the fantastic four even though they don't have quite have their movie yet they're going to be making appearances within all, all these movies so so that that's just a film so that's just the films we've got loki in june of 2021 we've got miss marvel 2021 moon knight 2022 she hulk 22 guardians of the galaxy holiday special if you're into that hilarious 2022 We've got then Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and a Wakanda series, all TBA. So between the films and what if, and and and, and what if we've got what if in, in summer of 2021, between the films and those shows, it, it, it's Disney Marvel lockdown. Don't don't even bother releasing any other film, Warner Brothers, anyone. They're just anyone. gonna get the market, I, man. Yeah, I mean, look, Stop. Ju- Justice League, you know, they got the Snyder Justice Cut League. out. It already yeah. came out. They can get all the money they got from it. And, you know, maybe they can sit back. And, and obviously, this, you know, we're turning a Marvel conversation to a DC talk real quick. But, like, maybe DC can take a step back and, like, build that universe and think about, like, maybe kind of build out the Snyder, no, the they, Snyder role. I, well, I, don't, I don't know. Well, they have the platform. They have they, HBO Max, I think they can use it dude, to really look what, but look what exactly look what Disney's just look what Alex just fucking spewed out of his mouth about what Disney's releasing <laughs> on their fucking platform. Like yeah. you know, we and that's all just on Disney Plus, right? You use HBO Max to your full advantage and, yeah, and, uh, and, and they can. They they can. They just they I just saw an article about how they are the only streaming service that has not had the double digit jump in 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 in, in subscribers that, that Netflix has had that Disney Plus has had they're the only ones the they're library better isn't, isn't as big it's it, it's, it, it's exclusive but it's not which as is crazy large. because I I love I love the HBO Max app I it, think it's great phenomenal yeah. shows phenomenal TV series but for some reason they can't get people to jump into it I I don't know why I don't know you know there's always like you know, HBO's motto has always been it's more than TV, right? It's not it's not TV, it's HBO. Right. And it's always been very difficult. Prestige. To, it's always been very difficult to get and more expensive for cable. And especially growing up here in LA, a lot of people did not have HBO growing up. And a lot of people just never got into it. So the people that are into it are just into it. 
And so they yeah. have to establish like DC, you know, they can just take that Marvel route. Like look what Marvel just did. You know, they have, we already knew about a ton of movies coming out. Like they can generate buzz just by dropping titles, like titles. They never even have to show us trailers. No, dude. People are yeah. going to be three to four yeah. YouTube videos per page. <laughs> Nerdist, new rock stars. We're talking about it. You know, we're, we're one of the highest, you know, everybody loves us. But like they can just release, they can just generate content by chain of releasing Wakanda forever. There's yeah. gonna be a 20 minute breakdown video about the Wakanda forever release, what it means about Chadwick Boseman, the future, you know, it's like, they know that this, they can do this and it's, DC needs to capitalize on this kind of marketing, but but, but they can do it because they've had some quality yeah. releases. Yeah, no, for they every have. they have for for every you know I don't know Iron Man three, they've had something absolutely amazing to they counter just, that. Right? They just need I mean, a good. They just need well, a good movie. Listen, um, uh, HBO yeah. really had a great opportunity to when they when they announced that they were going to release all their brand new movies and both oh yeah in HBO Max. Yeah, people were going nuts about it. Yeah. Dude. Yep. However, there of all the movies that they've been releasing, that includes Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla yeah. Kong, Mortal Kombat, all the pretty things, or the whatever it's called. Um, I have not been impressed by any of these movies. No, I, I have not. I watch them. Some of them like, I have a good time, but there's nothing about them that I say, "Oh my god, I I'm in love with this movie," or "I need to rewatch this movie." You watch it once and that's it. You forget about it. Uh, um, yeah, th- it, that's the problem. You know, I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like they had. It's it's making me feel like they knew they had some pretty mediocre movies, and they were gonna make shit in theaters. And this was kind of <laughs> like a it's like a fail safe, and so. I'm I'm a little more optimistic about future movies that are going to come out the second half of the year in HBO Max. Um, you know, like uh, you know, movies like In the Heights are getting good feet. Uh, you know, oh. good, you know things, but obviously that movie's not for me. Um, I'm not the demo. Uh, you know, I what's another one? I think the only other one that I'm like looking forward to is maybe The Conjuring Part Three. Um, let's say that the the Suicide Squad. Um, and some other stuff here and there, but so, but other than that, there's like nothing that says, "Oh man, we really need to subscribe to this." Yeah, yeah. Because the movies have proven to be less than stellar. They've yep. they been very underwhelming. Yep. This would have been the perfect opportunity for them to put out some quality content, put it on this streaming platform. And have people say, Jesus Christ, they are releasing some amazing films. You have to jump on there. You have to see this. Absolutely drop the ball. Instead, what are people talking about? They're talking about WandaVision. They were talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. Even after, in other other instances, in other times, with the failure, and I'll call it a failure of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, with Loki coming up, people might have been like, ah, you know, after they fucked up, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Loki's going to be all that good. Nope. I don't think it affected the excitement for Loki one bit. I think people are looking forward to it more than ever before because they want something good. They want something as good as WandaVision was. They want something they can talk about. And they're super pumped up and super excited about it. I don't think... I don't think the 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 uh, you may call it something different, but I, I don't think the uh, 
the failure of, of Falcon and Winter Soldier to get the same sort of excitement of WandaVision has put a dent into any of the upcoming titles for Disney. Well, I think Marvel at all. Thing, I think this is where we're kind of getting it wrong a little bit because I don't think Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a failure that we keep saying it is. It wasn't. It did good numbers. It did. It, a lot of people enjoyed it. And I think, um, you know, not everything that Marvel puts out there, we're going to really enjoy. I think there's, there's, there's a couple of movies here and there that, you know, I, I've lost all excitement for Black Widow. Any excitement that I have for Black Widow, I'm like, all right, just fucking watch it, get it over with, get it done, and then so yeah. we can finally move on to something else, right? So it it just, but regardless of whether or not we think it's amazing, I don't even if we, you don't think that it's amazing, it's going to be serviceable. Well, uh, that's the thing; it's serviceable. It it, it serves a purpose. Yeah. Even if so, it's to bridge us. Okay, so here's a question for you. Uh, okay, then I got one too. And, <laughs> Here, here's a question. Okay, so hold on have, to that have, one. No, Write no, that, I got you, I got you. Write that down. Which title, TV show or a film, are you most looking forward to and why? This year? Yeah, Brandon. This year or any other releases that they... Wait, this is movie and or TV show. Movie and or TV show. Brandon, let's start with you. Which Perfect. title are you most looking for? And, and, and I know that's hard to pick. It There's is. probably five in there, but just say one. It doesn't mean you're not looking forward to the other ones, but but give me your top one right now that if Loki. I could see this tomorrow. Loki. I, I lo- Loki. 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 I think Loki's going to change and give a lot of answers, especially about timelines, about variants. We want to open up the MCU. I, I think that's the show that's going to do it. Um, Quantum Media is also interesting, but it's too far down the road. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just, Loki just seems like it's a different show. And Hiddle, Hiddleston is also amazing as that character. He is, you know, we've talked about this in the past, Alex, casting, right? It's He's yep. top notch. So, yeah, Loki for me. Yep. Okay. Loki. Manny? If I, if I only was to watch one movie this year, mm-hmm. is one that got pushed back from last year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which is, and that is, um, hold on, I, I, I messed this up completely. I, I, Jesus Christ, I unhooked. That's hold why we have, a, we have a podcast, man. We just, just hold, on, hold on. All right, I, I had this. I had this. I promise. I promise. Come on, shit. There we go. Okay, let's try this again. Yep. I am looking forward to Ghostbusters Afterlife. (laughs) Okay, okay. It, It was such a goddamn tragedy. And I say this in a very first world problem kind of way. Okay. I thought this was a Marvel only category. Yeah. We'll let him him have that, but it is. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, in Marvel category. Yes. You know what? No, no, no. no. You you went to, you went so long. You went, you you researched music. You put music on. I didn't research the music. I just happened to have it there. Oh, shit. Okay. Fair enough. So, so Ghostbusters. But, okay. but then I want you to come back to Marvel and which of the Marvel films are you are or shows are you most looking forward to this year? 
Yes. And it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it has to be released this year. I'm I'm talking about what they release and said is is upcoming all oh, the way. Oh, you mean that was lit, that was yeah, from, from that yes, clip. yes. You see, you got to use your words, brother. Right, right, or or yeah. comprehension, but okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Sorry, I I have been drinking whiskey. Um, maybe you should drink more. Uh, that's some good shit. Um. Doctor Strange and the uh, the, the, the Multiverse the, of Madness. Multiverse no, of Madness. It's, it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. In the Madness, Multiverse right? of Madness. Okay. You know, for, for the sake of things, I'm just gonna keep calling it Doctor Strange Part Two. All right. Yes. So it's for sure that that is that one because of the people who are behind it. All right. Okay. You're oh, your put, BFF. Your you got Sam Raimi. <laughs> your new oh, BFF. right, right. And his new best friend. His crush. His don't man be, crush. Don't be jealous, bitch. I'm a little jealous. There's a whole backstory there. We Sam Raimi, it, but Sam right, Raimi yeah. is directing. If you do not know who Sam Raimi is, and I don't mean just YouTube, but our listeners, mm. you, gotta, you got you got to do what the the Trumpers say. You got to do your research. Yes, all right? yes, yes. <laughs> all right. So Sam Raimi's directing, and Danny Elfman is doing the music for it. So, okay. um. Based on bits that have been released already, as, as far as interviews with some people, including Elizabeth Olsen, who plays uh, Wanda and uh, AKA the Scarlet Witch, she says that you know she got done being on set because she's going to be in it. Um, she says that there, this is going to be the first Marvel movie in the MCU that has elements of horror in it. So, you mm, say elements right. of horror, and you have Sammy Raimi attached to this, it's boner time. I hear you. Okay, very <laughs> nice. Time. I like it. No, yeah, that that one's gonna be great. Um, I'm I'm excited about it too. Well, I'll I'll go with a with a different one, yeah, not please. because of the choices you made, but simply this is the one that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh hell yeah, dude! Uh, I think that's gonna be funny as hell. Uh, I I think it's going to be a great story. Uh, you know, you've got an amazing uh director whose name I can never pronounce. I love all of his films and Taika TV shows. Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. He does uh what we what we do in the shadows. He did uh <coughs> Jojo Rabbit, he's doing Love and Thunder, he did Ragnarok. He brings an element of humor and, and storytelling to his films and shows that is absolutely amazing. And I think bring and and we already saw the chemistry between Thor uh, and and the Guardians in yes. the past film, and I think this one is just going to continue being absolutely amazing. I, I think it's going to be a really fun story. I don't know how it's going to advance the Marvel, you know, uh, story uh, the way that maybe Loki would. Or, or or some of the other films, I, I don't care. I, I think it's just going to be very good. I'm looking forward to all of them, this, except this Black is, Widow. This but, is like Thor 4, right? And then we're getting Thor 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we're yeah, getting but, Thor 5 in, Thor, in, in, uh, in Guardians, because I'm sure, unless they split up in this movie. Um, right. Yeah. In, in, I, in Volume 3, yep, yep. Because essentially... I, 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 like we're you know we're essentially we're getting another Guardians movie with this movie right and if there's anybody who's gonna take James Gunn place for one movie, Taika is perfect. Well, Ragnarok just completely brought out Hemsworth's uh, comedic timing. That's oh, what did man. it. They just it just Genius. fucking 
Fat Thor in in in, <laughs> in the, the latter film. I and, mean, Endgame, I mean, yeah, come on. it was great. In Endgame, I mean, everybody was like, "Holy shit, we can we can go down this road." That I, I was I was watching uh, Endgame, the last scene right there where uh, where Thor is is in the Guardians ship, and they're just having that interplay about who the new of leader course. of the Guardians is, etc. That fucking five ten minutes alone was fucking magic like holy shit yeah dude him and him and chris pratt um uh, despite i don't agree with everything chris pratt does in his life but he's still pretty no 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 he's still pretty funny yeah his 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 personal life he's a he's a he's a a, little little out there he's a shithead but uh you know the 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 characters uh let's separate the art 100 from the artist 100 um yeah, so that, that was a good segment, Alex. I, 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 I'm, we all pick different choices for different reasons, like you said, and they're not, not they're not wrong. None of those are wrong answers. No, no. Uh, so I, I wanted to I wanted to say, oh, there you go. So Manny's showing us his Army of Darkness poster, um, signed by signed by his BFF Sam Raimi, who hey, look. If you want to get him on the podcast for five or ten minutes, I'm not yeah. going to say no. I mean, he has I, it. He I, has it in in. He has it wrapped in in the plastic. Yeah. So that when he jizzes on it, he doesn't get it I, all I over it and it dries. He can just wipe it off each wipe time. Off. So yeah, sure. just I don't know. Like I don't know if you. I've I've told you guys a story already, but I don't know if uh, oh, yeah. out there have heard. Everybody wants right. to hear it. Tell it again. This right here time. is a poster for army of darkness, which is essentially evil dead part three uh, directed by the Sam Raimi. And even uh, Danny Elfman did a couple of the themes for the soundtrack in this. Right. So uh, I I happen to have a connection with the writer from Dr. Strange part two. And uh, he got, he got back from London and brought this for me. And it says, Manny Klaatu Verata Nikto. All right, you screwhead, listen up. This is my boomstick. Be groovy, Sam Raimi. All right, so if I can get either Sam Raimi or the writer of Doctor Strange 2 uh, to appear on Valley of the Nerds, I will get it done. That's, that would yeah. that would be amazing. That Let's would do be it. amazing. Let's do yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. ask, we'll ask the, the hard-hitting questions like, <laughs> is benedict cumberbatch a good human being <laughs> everybody wants to know um, do we need to cancel him yeah uh so here i wanted to there's there things that marvel knows what it's doing and why that video came out because may just came out so um i'm not going to count may but for the first four months of this year 2021 i'm going to read you the four movies for monthly box office calendar gross yeah okay so January at um, a whopping $16 million, Wonder Woman 1984. Fuck that mm. movie. I think oh, it made yeah. too much, but okay. <laughs> yeah, right? For real. Uh, and that was all, talk about a movie that was all oh. hype, right? All yeah. so, so nah, much There you hype. go. There you all go. Hype. Okay, so in February, okay. $14 million, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> wow. Another, another HBO Max piece of shit well yeah you know like, yeah i think you're gonna see a common theme here is this year unfolds right. so, and, 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 and the going. future years um number three in march netflix 29 million dollar gross here raya and the last dragon that one was i heard I, i've heard i've heard exactly i've heard solid things especially I, if you it, have kids it was yeah. a, it was a good family movie. cool yeah good um and in april at 76 million dollars 
Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. And I'll tell you, we're only three days in May, and so far the number one movie in the <laughs> gross-wise is at $4 million, is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Sounds great. What the fuck is that? I have no idea what that movie is. <laughs> I, I, it's, a, it's another movie based on video game. Um, I've, I've, I have no knowledge of it. That's, that's wow. It. Other than the fact that it's a, based on a video game, that's it. That's all I know. Yeah. Solid. Solid. And, and a lot of heavy international. Um, but, hey, good stuff. So uh, you can see where Marvel's just like, they're going to like, wait a minute. Raya made $29 million? Dude. They're gonna make like Eternals well, is gonna make like the the, the reason a jillion dollars. Well, the reason I feel like Raya and the Last Dragon did not make a lot of money. Um, a lot of Disney's um, previous movies. Um, oh no! And, oh, sorry, Raya is Disney, right? I said Netflix. Yeah, my bad. Disney, yeah, sorry, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, my bad. Yeah. but I I think um, if we've seen a pretty good track. Uh, or not a track record up here, but a a pattern. Okay, so a lot of the most recent Disney flicks that have been released, um, where the characters aren't Anglo-Saxon mm-hmm. <laughs> per se, they don't make as much money as they should, and mm-hmm. oftentimes they tend to be the movies that are the better ones, right? Like Coco was a hit, but it wasn't a massive hit. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Moana wasn't a huge, massive hit. Um, it, it did, it was a hit, but it wasn't like, you know, frozen numbers. Okay. Right. Um, and then Raya and the last dragon. Eh, well, you know, I think big chunk of America is really fucking racist right now and they don't want to see Asians. Um, you know, so there it's just, I don't know. So uh, uh, one uh, thing, one the problem that I will have, I it kind of, kind of would come it, it it leads to my point all right if you look at some of the movies that disney decided that they're like hey you know what we're not even going to bother releasing them in theaters we're just going to launch it at disney plus and we're probably not even going to charge premium price on it we're just going to fucking release it like soul mm-hmm. great goddamn movie but Amazing. they decided hey you know what we're not even going to charge premium we're just going to like go ahead and release it yeah mm, ah, wonder why uh there's another one coming out called luca eh, same thing ah, i wonder why you know but i i think there seems to be a pattern from disney here they they know that uh, a lot of audience members in america they're not going to go ahead and watch a big movie uh that where the characters aren't anglo-saxon maybe um also Godzilla versus Kong was released in a thousand more theaters in the United States domestic. Yeah. So I had a lot more opportunity to, to make money um, when it was in theaters. Granted, we're also going to see a lot more domestic uh, income and gross as more theaters open up, as more people are vaccinated, as more things are, you know, so maybe, maybe I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of mixed things. I think that's definitely a huge part of it. Uh, I mean, people don't really talk about, um, because these movies could easily just, you know, Disney can easily have different tiers. They don't have to have premiere where it's like 20 bucks a month. They can have like, hey, five bucks a month. This movie could be five bucks on top of your Disney Plus, but you get it for that one month and then it goes away. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. Um, but anyways, yeah. There, Alex, there's Alex, your take on that. Yeah. Do you feel Disney is racist? 
Alex. No, I don't think they're racist. <laughs> I, no, uh, I can't. I, I, no, I, I don't think Disney's racist because I they they keep making these movies and they're, uh, they're really good. Movies. I think they're trying. I think they're trying. I think that you know it's the people that consume it. You know, hundred percent. People look, want people that look like them, think like them, feel like them, have experiences like them, and 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 I think it's always going to be a bit of a challenge. That's well, um, that's well said. Yeah. But but the fact that they continue to and promote it and push it and don't do it in a condescending way, I I, I think Coco. You said you you mentioned Coco. I think Coco I, was very I love, well done. I love Coco. Yeah. I, I think I think it's a great film. I I I yeah I love it. I think it's well done. I I, I think the characters were very close to the heart of anybody who grew up in that world and in that space and very you know very well done. I thought Moana was a great story. So Same. the stories are there and the audience will get there eventually. But the fact that they continue to and and, and do those kinds of things, I, I think is a testament to the, their willingness to go out and do it and say, you know what, we got to keep pushing this. And they definitely, they definitely push the envelope. And a lot yeah. of the times, like when it comes to Marvel, right? They're dealing with a lot of characters who were written and created as white people. So they're doing it, they, you know, they're like, all right, well, how can we fix that? How can we add some recent adaptations to these comics? Like, for example, Miss Marvel, like she wasn't a 1955 creation, I think. Like, I, right. I can't remember, but like there's, I doubt most of America will be so cool in 1955. Shit, in 2021, it's a pretty huge problem. But yeah, yeah. An Indian superhero? I'm on board. Like, Right, I, but people were super pumped up about this one. So I, I'm glad that people are buying into it. I think I think you know if you if you know anything about the the, the comic books with Spider Man, you've got this new kid now, right? Uh, Morales, right? Morales, yeah. yeah. Which was which was he was in the animated film, which was a fantastic animated film. I mean, who's to say he won't pop up down the road in in in, in one of these uh, in the future Marvel universe? So you know, but I think you know that said, I think that was more influence from Sony. Um, Sony, they especially in their animated sure. films they're doing a pretty good job at kind of like pushing envelopes here. Um, you know, something as recent as uh, let's say, what's that new one that just came out last weekend? Um, Jesus, uh, the, the Mitchell's versus the machines. Oh yeah. There's a couple of things in there where like for an animated movie, I mean, anybody who's like, you know, up with it and cool with the times, they, they, they won't really bat an eye, but for people who are still like, you know, fucking their cousins in south dakota then i think um they're gonna have issues with certain things right um so i think sony uh, they weren't afraid to go with the miles morales rap i i think that like i said i i think the fact that disney's trying and look disney's got its own unique challenges because of the people that they have to appease the fact that they're trying it and pushing it and 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 making it a priority, it, it's great, and that's all they can do, and that's yeah. all they can, they can continue to do, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, I agree. When that's you're it. a company that large, it's tough to appease everybody, and when you've yes, been around somebody's... for as long as they have, you're going to have fans that you may not agree with because the world was just different. And when you have a character as popular as Mickey Mouse and as transcended as Mickey Mouse, you, you yeah. face different challenges. So I agree, Alex. I think they've done a pretty good job. We'll, we'll I think. They'll continue to push the envelope. And I think Disney Plus will be the area where they can do that. Where it's yes. like, okay, where yeah. like we don't have to throw you in a movie theater. We can just, you already subscribe. We're just going to, our marketing team's going to make the ad where it's going to be on your homepage. And most like on Netflix, 
that's if they want to promote a show, it's now like the number one show on Netflix, which we never see data for. So we have no fucking idea if they're telling the truth or not. I, I, I like to think that people hated Sam as the let's new start, Captain America. Let's circle back to what's important. not because he's not because he's black, but because he had to wear those fucking wear those fucking ridiculous goggles. Oh, the goggles. So, yeah. but that, that's that's my opinion. That's my take on that. But uh, I'm I, excited. I'm, I'm excited, excited for what Marvel I'm has excited. to do. What? I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for what they put out there. I think I I I for the most part, about ninety percent of the time, I'm happy with the direction they're taking characters in. Um, you know, except for maybe like the Hulk in Endgame. <laughs> but uh yeah i was like really well, maybe she hulk will fix some of that stuff yeah maybe i don't know they got a great actress they got a great actress well i mean yeah player. look they, they have some storylines to fill and i wonder if hulk's going to appear in some of this stuff because he's just hanging around like kind of waiting to be tagged in right so we'll, we'll see i mean um, i mean the bigger question that i have in regards to anything with the world of the hulk is will they finally bring betty back <laughs> with norton maybe well, they, are they ever going to I don't there's a hey no. imagine if they do a multi hey, do oh my god check this out I just fucking thought of something yeah all right the multiverse mm. right the multi yes. yes what if what if and just hear me out they figure out a way to incorporate Edward Norton Bruce Banner in there <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, they, they they could um however at the end of that hulk movie tony stark appears with thunder right Man. so like that kind of like really i don't know maybe they're like brother <laughs> and, even, <laughs> and even luferino as the whole coming uh, uh, yeah th- that would be something we'll see. that would be something they got a lot but, they, got, um, they, they got a lot but yeah I, I, yes I, I, I'm, I'm excited uh I know we kind of went all over the place in that segment, but that, that it's it, Marvel's gonna uh, they they have a, a lot going for them. Uh, they're gonna dominate the movie theaters the next few. Um, you know, I was looking at like to be honest, I was looking at the most uh, the top grossing domestic movies since like fucking Star Wars came out. It's all those type of fantasy movies, all yeah. fantasy have movies, all like none of them have any real substance it's did, did disney fiction. disney did it right they're holding on to all of these titles they released it today people are going to be coming back to the theaters people are going to be wanting star for entertainment it's it's going to fucking destroy they're going and, to make look and they so haven't even they haven't money. even announced like you said fantastic four we have we don't even know what's happening with spider-man you know because we, you know, there could be a new deal where we're going to we we're still missing Norman Osborn. We're still missing a whole Spider-Man section of characters. Oh, there's there's so many villains, and you know that so they could bring in. Th- there's be fantastic. There's, there's gonna be new stuff happening. Um, there's also we're definitely not done with Iron Man. We're definitely not done with Captain America. They're gonna yeah. figure out a way to bring them back, different yeah. characters, younger or whatever. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the future. So we'll Let's be here. To, we'll we'll be here to talk about it, so. and we'll be here to cover it. Damn right. So, uh, Manny, want to take us a. Uh, Tell the people how to find us, man. That's right. They can follow. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My allergies just started kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My allergies have just been so goddamn bad uh, these last couple of weeks. No, but um, they can find the Valley of the Nerds pretty much anywhere you can download podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. Are we on iHeartRadio yet? I don't know. I'm not too but- sure. We can find out. 
Yeah, we'll find out. But we're pretty much anywhere. If you have an iPhone, Apple Podcasts. Anything else, Spotify. And then also, uh, we'll be posting the video version of this uh, episode on YouTube in, I don't know, the next few days or something like that as well. Yeah, something so, like that. So search us. Uh, if you want to watch video, you want to see how fucking handsome we are, search us on YouTube at Valley of the Nerds. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's what we are. That's who we are. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for spending this last, I don't know how long this episode is. Hour-ish. Uh, I'll say an hour. Uh, an hour with us. I, I You know, I we apologize for not being, uh, not releasing another episode a lot sooner, but things got crazy. Things got busy, right? You got your thing going on. I got my thing going on. Um but it's not you, know, you it's us yeah you know, <laughs> but one good thing one good thing that happened in between is that i turned 40 and then you motherfuckers were there to spend it with me there it that is awesome that was awesome yeah, that's awesome and now that we're all vaccinated all right fellas uh as always, all right my name is manny my name is brandon my name is alex and we are the valley of the nerds baby till next time